Good day and welcome to this latest episode of Security in a Zero Trust World, powered by Unisys. I'm Steve Mullen. This is the second in a two-part series about the cybersecurity problems caused by humans in the workplace. In the last episode, we talked about phishing and vishing and why they're so effective. If you haven't listened to that episode, be sure to go back and check it out first and then come back to this one. In this episode, we're talking once again with Jen Bazella, Director of Security Programs for Unisys. In this part of our conversation, we're going to discuss how to train the people in your organization to spot a phishing scam and what they should do about it when they come across one. Jen, welcome back to Security in a Zero Trust World. Thanks, Steve. Pleasure to be back. Now, in the last episode, we talked a lot about what phishing is. What can a company do to help employees to identify phishing attempts And what kind of educational programs do you recommend? I'm so glad that you brought this up because ongoing education is an absolute must. You know, these phishing attempts are becoming more and more sophisticated and targeted. Look for the signs. If an email is coming from people who they, you know, don't normally receive emails from, if a link says one thing, but when you hover over it, it goes somewhere else, changes in font styles, These are some of the common things to look for, and those things change as the attacks become more and more sophisticated. So education is an absolute must. Then the second thing is really testing. So testing your employees' ability to recognize in a safe environment, running programs where they receive simulated phishing emails, and they look for the signs and then report them. This is, this is the way to reinforce the behavior and a, the way to create muscle memory with your employees. Most people have gotten a phishing email before and just deleted it. Why is it important to actually report these types of emails if they're, say, on a work computer or a work email? Well, if they're coming to one employee, it's likely that they're coming to many. So reporting phishing emails gives the security teams the information to help feed their intel programs. You know, it allows us as the security experts to block known malicious emails from coming into the environment and back into the environment and to other employees. And it allows us to put other protections in place to limit the amount of suspicious emails or phishing emails that come in and and actually hit the employees' inboxes. And in a larger company like yours, for instance, what should happen when an employee makes that report of a phishing email that they received? It's a great question. So first off, I think it's vital that there's a simplicity in reporting. Having one way for employees to report an email that's simple is really key. We have one button that our employees use, and that's it. So rather than clicking delete, They click report if they suspect that the email is malicious. Now, once the email gets to the security team, there are all sorts of tools and all sorts of things that that companies can use to identify whether or not the, the email is malicious or suspicious or spam or whatever, classify it however they want. And so, you know, that's really up to the company, what suits them the best. But those tools are necessary. On the back end, the incident team will then use that information and those tools to determine what action is needed. So they'll decide if they want to take steps to block the email or 
to, you know, to do something else to, to stop it from infiltrating the rest of the company. And what about smaller companies that might not have a dedicated IT department? What can they do to protect themselves? I think it all goes back to education, Steve. You know, there's a ton of information that's publicly available on the Internet. Even the smallest companies can create a culture where it's acceptable to question an email and validate the request before acting upon it. I think that's really important. You know, again, we, you know, in the last episode, we talked a little bit about the fear around cybersecurity. Companies need to create a culture within their organizations where it's okay to question even the people at the top and to make sure that what they're doing is the right thing. And we've been putting the blame on the humans for falling for these scams. And in a perfect world, those scams wouldn't work. But is there anything an IT department can do to protect for when they do work? Absolutely. Listen, we're never going to stop everything. And people are going to make mistakes. We recognize that. And so do the attackers. Companies really need to be able to limit the damage that is done once the bad does get in. At Unisys, we use our own product to contain unexpected and malicious behavior. I would encourage any other company to look at tools like ours to ensure that they have the time to respond appropriately. All right, we're going to go ahead and stop there. Jen Bazella, Director of Security Programs for Unisys, thanks so much for being with us for this two-part episode. Thanks so much, Steve. It's a pleasure. If you want to learn more about cybersecurity, be sure to head over to the Unisys blogs at blogs.unisys.com, where you'll find articles, videos, and podcasts on a variety of subjects. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and elsewhere, so you don't miss a single episode. Thanks for listening to Security in a Zero Trust World, powered by Unisys. I'm Steve Mullen.